Part 24, page 313, chapter 13. Let us love and be loved by finding a true friend like Yunus. Let us facilitate things. One day, the time ends. The earth swallows earth. The spirit ascend to the truth. No one can stay forever in this world. We came to this world spotlessly clean. There was no rust and dirt. God has sent us spotlessly clean. We need to return the trust spotlessly clean when the time arrives. We made the trust dirty through the eyes, ears, feelings, and emotions. Do not be hopeless. We can clean it again and return it clean. God sends us a new solution where our mind fails to find a solution. As long as we believe in His power and ask for His help. We didn't come to this world dirty, but we become dirty by making mistakes. Let us keep away from mistakes. Let us clean and purify ourselves. Let us be as clean as the first day. May we appear in the presence of our Lord clean. I assumed flesh and bones and appeared as Yunus, Yunus Emre. Who is it that appears? Pay attention to the lovers. Pay attention to them every moment. Do not scold them. You may coincide with his propitious time. The lover waits for the opportunity to fade from the scene at any time. Who is left when the lover fades away from the scene? If you consider that God is distant, you may never be close to him. Know that he is close and search for him during your prostration. One day you would face the truth in prostration. In order to seize that prostration, perform your prayers regularly. If you do not intend to reach the truth, the prostrations that you perform would have no benefit. Fasting makes a man poor. Be the poor of God. Go hungry, be deprived, and experience poverty. Do not trust in the power of money. Be the poor of God. The prayer of the poor is not rejected. Ask for your needs from God as a poor. Be the beggar of God. Why is the death of Rumi called the night of union? Because Rumi considers the death of the body as the birth of the spirit and the union with the truth. Being alive and arising from death are different things. The body was alive, but it arose from death when the spirit was blown. There was a biological being, but then vitality began. The baby in the womb of the mother leaves the womb of the mother on the ninth month after adapting to the spirit. This is the birth of the body. When we consider the womb of the mother as a grave, the entry of the spirit into the body in the fourth month is to be placed in the grave. The spirit is in the grave. It is captive in the body as long as we live in this world. Finally, it releases upon the death of the body. Besides, only an attraction may pull out the spirit from the grave that is called the body. If the spirit comes across an attraction, it wants to get out. It may not remain unresponsive to that attraction. It abandons the body to reach that being with attraction, 
in other words, it dies before death. The exit of the spirit from the body is birth according to the spirit. It is death according to the body. The one who dies like this for once wants to die again every day. If we don't know what freedom is, death is a great distress. The spirit grasps the body and it does not want to leave it. It suffers as it resists. Then death becomes the greatest suffering. We may not stand watching those who die like that. May God protect us from such a death. Love awakens the heart. One should love someone to awaken the heart. The heart of a person who does not love is dead. A man who never loved is deemed dead. He has not arisen from death yet. Let us love, be loved, and make it easier. Seeing is far beyond knowing. Knowing may not reach seeing. Man cannot understand everything he sees. For example, if you see the manifestation of the beauty, you may not understand. You long for years, you burn, you see, but you fail to recognize. Connect your eye to your heart. See the truth. I transferred you a series of words that came to my heart without thinking. We all have eyes, hearts, and minds. Let's wake up, hear, and be heard. Think that you will die tomorrow and live accordingly. Then you would find the reality. The greatest advice is death. When one loses hope, he starts to live a wrong life. Give up hope of yourself but never give up hope of him. Think of his power and his greatness. Don't claim that you could do and that you have the power. Be hopeful of your Lord. Think that he will hear and respond. What tires people the most is the obligation to know everything. Adopt the merit to comfortably say that you don't know if you don't know. When you lie down on your bed, think of and feel death. Do not fear death, but be friends with it. If you want to warn each other, remind death. Love death and consider as the means to unite with the beloved. Let us return the trust to earth spotlessly clean. We are earth who eats earth. The body consists of earth, and it maintains its life by eating what comes from earth. And one day, earth will eat the body. It will take back what it has given. Be occupied with the Creator. Love Him very much. He facilitates things for the one He loves. The doings of the one beloved by God facilitates. Let us search for the truth when we have strength in our knees, we have luster in our eyes, and when our hearts listen to the commands. The time for waking up is during youth. Let us wake up before becoming a fossil. Let us wake up before becoming senile. Do not pass the time for awakening. Let us be a man of heart. Do not wake up in autumn. Let us wake up in spring. Let us blossom and yield fruit. Yunus replied, I came to resurrect dead hearts. Let us be aware of our hearts. How many people are aware of their hearts? Being aware of one's heart means hearing what the heart tells. It is attaching the mind to the heart. Let us be researchers. 
let us research ourselves. O the man seeking for himself, welcome. May our names be the man seeking for himself. Please meet yourselves. If you do not know yourselves for a lifetime, life will be wasted. Let us think about our future. Think about what you will be as a human being. This world may not endure these course of events for a long time. We are tampering the world. We are conducting atomic experiments underground. Humankind is preparing its own ending, its own disaster. They are not declaring everything to us. The course of things is not good. Some countries are aware of this. They are searching for bases for themselves in this space. They are trying to prepare a place to escape. Will they be able to escape? Let us wake up. Do not be asleep. I am not telling you these to scare you. I am explaining you what we are and what we might be. If you are the spirit, then nothing happens to you. Nothing affects you. The spirit does not die. It does not burn. Do not be occupied with demagogues or ideologies. Think of what is going on and where you will go. How much will the earth's crust crack and where will it stop? Who knows about these? Does the destiny of the earth depend on coincidences? The universe is managed by the living spirits of men. The horoscopes are also managed by these spirits. They are not running after fame or title. They are doing their part. The spirit of that horoscope deals with all the people who were born with that horoscope. These are the spirits of people of unseen. Where is the engine of this world? How could it turn without changing? Turning at a fixed speed requires a regulated engine with a speed that never changes. What kind of energy is this? What kind of control? People never think of this. They are underestimating by calling it the physics law. My intention is not to teach you something. I am only asking you to look in a realistic manner. Looking in a realistic manner means waking up. Wake up and seek the true knowledge. That knowledge is called the divine knowledge. The knowledge we know is the discovered knowledge. There is infinite knowledge that has not yet been discovered. I know you from myself. I look at myself and I see you. I listen to myself and I hear you. Both the eyes and the ears of the one who loses himself in God open. Do not strive for flying, escaping or illusions. Our country needs people with the heart of Yunus. Come on, let's serve humanity. Let us wake up and warm. Meet yourselves before you die. If you meet yourself, you will meet himself. The purpose of living is to hear, see and die at least once. We shall be afraid of those living. We are afraid of the dead. Let us abandon this conditioning. Do not be scared of death. Do not be afraid of corpses. Be afraid of those alive. They are the actual dangerous ones. Let us love the people of the house. The people of the house is a symbol of unity. Let us walk on the path of the people of the house altogether. Some claim to be a supporter of the people of the house 
but fail to follow their path. Some follow their path without knowing the people of the house. The majority of those who got to know the great people and who were attached to them by heart perished after that great person passed away. Those who got stuck in the image are completely defeated because they believed that he was dead. If you were to ask, they would say that he is not dead, but actually he believes that he is dead. He searches for him in his grave. How can we see the sugar once it is mixed with tea, with the tongue? We are trying to see it with our eyes. We are using our eyes instead of using our tongue. The one who looks at his qualities in a wrong manner may not see him. Let us learn how to see the sugar in tea. We are wrong about many things. You are admiring your mind, and you worship your mind and assessment. You do not find the things I am saying reasonable. When things come to this point, we may not help you. We are looking for proof. Then there is no need for faith anymore. It is not possible to move along in spirituality without faith. Everyone's responsibility is increasing. I am afraid that he will descend suffering to those who are not satisfied with his grace. Do not be disloyal to the trust. The very first trust is your body, your spouse, children, and anything under your responsibility are trusted to you, your mother, your father, your siblings. Be compassionate, be merciful and tender. What do we have to lose? What is our purpose? What do we pursue? Do we not respect God? God wants these from us. We do not respect God. The purpose that we pursue is the intention of our ego. Do not eat anything prohibited. Do not seize the right of the orphans. What if you forbear and show mercy for the sake of God? We are falling behind in our struggle with the ego. We pass the ocean but are drawn into a stream. Do a favor for the sake of God. Respect God so that He cares about you. We are settling the accounts for everything. We are using the telephone, electricity and water, and we pay for it. You are breathing in air 24 hours, but do you pay for it? Air is the most frequently used and the most precious thing, yet you are not paying for it. You may not pay for it, you may be grateful and thankful for it. You are providing compensation for everything, yet you do not even thank for the air, although you use it for a lot lifetime. What he wants from us? is to say, O oh my Lord, thank you. Thank you for giving us these blessings. God will ask about all the opportunities and favors which he has given. He will ask, What did you do in return? When someone gives you a present, you feel embarrassed and you don't know how to thank. But you do not thank God for what he has given. Let us care. If we do not care for anyone, no one cares about us. Do not break hearts. The one who says that he couldn't find what he expected in this life loses hope from his Lord and sins. If he wants, he says, be, and he creates you again. 
you may not even recognize yourself. Be afraid of your Lord, but be hopeful. Live somewhere in between love and hope. Love and be afraid, because He is very compassionate and He does favors. He puts those who are beyond the pale in their places. He overwhelms them. Do not go beyond the limits. Do not be neurotic. Make a comparison and find the truth. Be grateful for being loved. Otherwise, you would be upset and become lonely. Then it would be too late. Being grateful for being loved sustains love. Otherwise, it ends. Let us love, be loved, and make it easier. I became content with my destiny, and I learned that everything comes from my Lord. I thanked. I consented to the children God had given me. The cause of the divorces is the lack of consent. We do not consent. We do not have submission. No one is exactly like the other one desires. Everyone likes themselves. The best is themselves. He may not stand the full breath of others without being aware of his full breath. He does not see his own faults, but he sees the faults of others. He says me, and he is full of himself. Do you smell the odor of your breath? We are accustomed to it. We do not feel it. Everybody is pleased with themselves. The most comfortable life is to live alone. Once you get used to living alone, you may not share your life with another person. Do not find defects in the form of any man. Do not bring it out even if you notice. God is testing man in every aspect. While making recommendations to people, love them. Tell them the beautiful sides with love. Nothing is like we know them. The holy men, saints, kutps, they all obeyed the commands and avoided what is forbidden. They are trying to make you obey the commands and help you avoid the forbidden, but it is difficult to be close to them. You may not stand traveling with the friend of God. One may lose his religion or faith due to suspicion. It is difficult to endure over proximity. They even hide their worships from you. They do not want to boast with their worships. Those who see such states and ordinary behaviors of them may be frustrated. We are writing scripts by ourselves, and then we are depressed and we fall to pieces. Then we understand that what we did was pointless. Hazrat Jilani had a cook. He said, I have been here for years. Many people came and matured, but I couldn't be anything. Visitors from different countries came. They asked the sultan to give them one of his students. The cook said, What if he assigned me for this duty? Just then, Hazrat asked the cook to make some flour halva. As the cook mixed the halva, he fell asleep for a moment. Hazrat called him and said, I am sending you off as an officer. We will share whatever you earn there. You will give the help to me. And he accepted. Years later, he received many gifts and made a fortune in the country he went to. He got married and had a son. Hazrat Jilani went to visit him one day. He said, I came to claim my share. They split everything into two. 
the holy man said, We will also split your son into two. The cook said, How come? And he advanced toward Hazrat, and he started to stab his master with his machete, and just as he was stabbing, he woke up. He realized that he was the furnace, and hitting the pan with the spoon he used for mixing the halwa. Hazrat Jilani called him over and said, You see, if we had assigned you, we would have died. You play your part and wait for the judgment. There is a time for becoming and maturing. Do not hurry, or you will be perished. There is a time for blooming and yielding fruit. One of my brothers was 32 years old, and he was a professor at the university. I said, Consent, my brother. There is no turning back from here. He replied, It is very difficult to consent. I cannot leave my spouse and my children. But if he takes me to the night of ascension, and if you see me off, then I would consent. Twenty days later, on the night of ascension, his wife called me and I went. When I said, Come on, brother, do not try to die. Just leave this body and fly to your Lord like a bird. He first recited the declaration of faith and smiled, saying, Take me, take me. And he just stayed like that. May he rest in peace. Be good-tempered and get on well. First, get on well with yourself and then with everyone. Learn how to get on well. Let us be good-tempered and become angelic. What is it that you call the world? Will you take some stones and sand from this world? There is a higher mountain just like a couple kilometers away from Mecca. It rises vertically up to 2,500 meters. One gets tired and starts resting just as he begins to climb the skirts at the mountain. At the mountain top, there is a difficult entrance to a cave from the opening of a rock. It is a very small and narrow passage. All of us who went there managed to pass. The name of the mountain is Jabal An-Nur, and the name of the cave is Cave Hira. It gets light from a narrow opening. You can view Mecca from the opening. Our prophet used to go there and secluded himself. One day, while he was there, Gabriel came to the cave in the form of a human. He said to the prophet of God, Read, read in the name of God. He said, I do not know how to read. Gabriel held him and squeezed him. Read, repeated Gabriel. The same thing is repeated three times. Read in the name of your Lord. At the third attempt, our prophet began to read. He began to read the stars in the sky, the creatures on the earth, and the entire universe. The prophet of God read the words of God in all creatures. End of part, page 326. Part 25, page 327. The night of power is when the Quran began to descend. It is the night when the words of God descended on earth. It is the night when the words of God reached people. If God wished, he would declare his words to all people without an intermediary. The universe would have heard but he had chosen a messenger. He declared them to people through that messenger. 
and that messenger is not a stranger to man, because the truth of that messenger is the divine light of the truth. People derived from his divine light, and that divine light derived from the affection of God. We are living very comfortably, but the lifetime shortened. Why? Technology brought easiness and convenience, but it ruined the living conditions. The best is to live a natural life. Are we truly living healthy? Or are we torturing ourselves? We are breathing carbon dioxide. When you go uphill, you see the cities covered with coal black clouds. When you enter into the dirt, you may not see the dirt. When you enter in a deprived environment, you may not know the depravedness. Upon entering the deprived environments, you are first scared, but then you get used to it, and it feels natural. The one entering into the dirt may not see the dirt. No matter how careful you are, it spreads to you even if you don't want to be involved. It fills your lungs and pollutes your blood. Let us love first and then be loved. Let's love even waiting to be loved. Let us be tolerant. Let us be one of those who show understanding without expecting to be understood. Let us give. Let us be givers. Do not try to receive all the time and be receivers. This world shall be left to no one. Let us refrain from following our egos. The world is temporary. Do not fall for it. Let us search for Yunus without claiming that you have read and learned. Let us become friends with him and find the one who is closer to us than our jugular vein. Let us first strengthen our faith in order to be able to do this. Do not ask for help from any other being. Don't be afraid of anyone other than the truth. Do not believe in delusions. Let us ask ourselves, who might be more powerful than God or more knowledgeable than Him? Then let us take refuge in Him. Let us search for Him. May we find the truth of anything we are searching for in Him. Never doubt anything that you do by taking refuge in Him. He notified you years ago by means of His messengers, saying, I was poor, but you didn't help me. I was needy, but you didn't shelter me. I was hungry, but you didn't fill me. He described us where to find Him and in whom to find Him. Based on this, one day, I decided to visit the person, saying, I was ill, but you didn't visit me, and set off. I came across a friend, may he rest in peace. He asked me where I was going. I told him that I would be visiting the truth. He asked me how that would be. When I told him that I would go to the hospital and visit someone randomly with that intention, he wanted to come with me. And as we walked together, he offered to visit a lady with an incurable disease who was staying in that hospital. I didn't accept it. I told him that we could not visit the truth by visiting someone we already knew. I said, we can visit her later. In the meantime, I bought some white clothes from a florist on the way to offer to the patient. Finally, we reached the hospital. 
I pushed a button on the elevator without looking. It stopped on a floor. We got out together. We turned right and walked. We turned right again, and as we were walking down the corridor, I opened the door of a room on the left, and I offered the flowers to the lady by wishing her to get well soon. This lady in the room said to the other ladies in the room, Haven't I told you that my lord will send me white clothes today? And then she turned toward my friend and said, Well, you told me that you will bring Farouk to me. I want to meet him very much. I understood that she was the lady my friend mentioned to me about on the way. I heard that she passed away twenty days after our visit. May she also rest in peace. The Almighty God was a hidden treasure, and he wanted to be known. He talked to himself, and a divine light derived from that conversation. He called it my Muhammad. He created mankind from that light and the realms in his honor. Therefore, your origin is not earth, but that divine light. You must love your origin very much. You may not have complete faith in God unless you love his Muhammad more than your properties, assets, spouse, children, and even more than your life. One who sees him is like he has seen God. He is the messenger, and he takes us to the truth. Some of his people are also his successors and bring others to him. He had adopted the manners of God. All the qualities of God appear in him. The Almighty God descended man to earth as his successor. The purpose of the creation of man is to represent God, but which man? The man who finds his essence. The free man who adopted the manners of our prophet, who became the representative of nice temper, and who is freed from the bodily desires and wishes. You are living with the qualities of the Almighty Creator, whether you know or you don't know. You see with his quality of seeing. You hear with his quality of hearing. You speak with his quality of speaking and you know with his quality of knowing. You are living with his qualities throughout your life. No matter to what extent you deny God, you see with God and you hear with God. In reality, God sees what all the eyes see, and God hears what all the ears hear. Thus, God makes all the actions. All qualities are the qualities of God. All the creatures are created from God. In the end, the only existence is God. This should be understood. Our Muhammad is our origin. He is our divine light. All prophets completed their cycles with his divine light. Finally, that divine light was embodied with a specific body and descended on the earth. He showed us servitude and taught us incapability. On the other hand, he split the moon into two with a gesture, and he represented the power. He suffered a lot, yet he preferred being a servant. He said, being a servant is my pride. He showed his people the way of ascension, the way of uniting with the truth. He said, prostrate. He said, stand up, be a leaf while standing, be dull when bowing. 
and be mim while prostrating. Inscribe Adam with your body by confirming your origin in one unit. He declared us the first command of switching from the plant kingdom to the animal kingdom and then to humanity. He is not dead, he is alive. He lives with each of his successors who adopted his manners and his traditions. They are the beloved ones of the truth and the representatives of the Prophet. Let us find such a person and call him the true friend. May we attain the rank of true friends who listen to him and who resemble him. May we be a man of heart. May we walk around in the field of contest headless. O Lord, you know the truth of everything. May you predestine such a true friend to our brothers and sisters who are listening to these words, so that they find the path of his love and affection by loving his prophet and resembling his prophet. May they rejoin you and attain the purpose of creation. May they enlighten their circle until the end of their lives as a light for humanity. May they be of true intellectuals. Man is the successor of the truth on earth. He is the most honorable of the creature and the place of prostration of the angels. The divine light of the truth shines in the face of man. The secrets of the truth pour down from the mouth of the man. This man is the one that God calls my beloved. This is a man who is cleaned from the dirt and rust of the world and whose heart turned into the Kaaba. This is a man who is freed from all pleasures and fears and who became a servant only to the truth. He acts with the consent of the truth and he serves with the command of the truth. Know yourself and know your origin. Get rid of the negligence of this inferior world. Those who are heedless are not satisfied with properties and assets. He wants more and more and finally he leaves them behind and passes away. He may not take those for what he consumed his life. O oh God, such a sleep. Such a negligence it is. Man spends his life to pile goods somewhere. A man should work and earn to live, but he should not become a slave of property. He should also make some preparations for the afterlife, and he should be a servant to the owner of the property rather than being a slave to the world. You were born from a mother and stepped into this world. Before that, you were in the realm of spirits. Your first homeland was there. Now, this world became your second homeland. You will pass to your third homeland, the intermediate realm from here. Your fourth homeland will be the newly established world, the place of resurrection. Your fifth homeland will be heaven or hell. Your sixth homeland will be the Garden of Eden. People will see the Almighty Creator by climbing up the sand dunes in this garden. You did the first birth in this world. Perform the second birth too. The first birth was physical birth. The second birth is the birth of reality. This spiritual birth may only happen from the heart of a mature man. A woman gives birth to the humanity of a person and a man gives birth to the reality of a person. The mother of humanity is woman, 
while the mother of reality is a man. Just like birth, death is also twice. The first death is spiritual death, which is to die before death. This death occurs before physical death. In physical death, Azrael takes out the soul. In spiritual death, the friend of God pulls out the soul with this attraction and then releases it again. Dying before death is to rejoin the true friend. It is uniting with the truth in someone where the truth manifests. You also go down from the eyes to the heart of a friend of God whose heart became Kabe and who found the Almighty God who does not fit into the universe in his heart and knock the door of his heart. Enter in Kabe while someone is circumambulating the Kabe. Appear in the presence of the truth. Achieve the happiness of those who rejoin the truth and live the happiness of keeping the promise you made to your Lord in the realm of spirits. When the Almighty God created the spirits, he gathered all of them in his presence and made them promise that they will not forget him and they will depend on him. May God make us of his servants who are loyal to this promise in any homeland. May he keep us with those true to their words. A man true to his word is true to his origins. Those who keep the promise they made to the truth will not leave the truth. The Almighty God says, Remember me too much so that I remember you too much. Never do anything without saying, In the name of God. Let us say, La ilaha illallah. There is no God but God. As we find the opportunity. Be careful about the beautiful names of God that you don't know or you don't understand. Never go to the extremes. Remembrance makes man closer to the truth. It takes your heart to the gardens of heaven when you are still in this world. It makes your nose smell the scent of heaven. Let us send blessings to our prophet more frequently. Let us praise him very much. As he told, never praise him less than what he is. Let us praise him as much as possible. Praising him is gaining his intercession. It is to take refuge in his beautiful memory. Loving the beloved of God is loving God, because we may not exactly know how to love God. We may not imagine Him. He does not fit into our imagination. We may not comprehend Him with our minds. Therefore, let's love His beloved. Let's reach the truth through Him. He is actually the messenger of compassion and love. He is the most perfect indication of loving God knowing his manners and comprehending his qualities, because he is a being created from God's affection to himself in order to be known. Those who fail to reach God's Muhammad may not reach his affection. Those who may not reach his affection may not become a lover to the truth. Do not be stuck at one glance. Let us go to the true friend. Do not get consumed with yearning. Come, my heart. Let's go to the true friend, Yunus Emre. There is a path from eye to heart and from the heart to eye. Do not get stuck at one side. Let's stop by every heart. Let's take Yunus Emre. Come, my heart. Let's go to the true friend. The world is temporary. 
do not fall for it. Let us immediately abandon unnecessary thoughts and dreams. Come, my heart, let's go to the true friend. I am following a trace from Rumi and Yunus Emre. I am following a trace of the truth. What I pursue is ungraspable. What I search is unobtainable. The mystery of this pursuit, incomprehensible. I am following a trace from the eyes. I am following a trace from the heart to the one who understands, to the one who seeks, to you. There are Shamses, Rumis, Yunuses in every period. There are self-seekers, frauds and imitators. You'd better take refuge in your Creator. Pray and beg and search for a true friend. You have read and learned. You have succeeded in great things. You are gradually getting prepared to leave this world. You are getting prepared whether you want or not. The hands are creasing. The faces are wrinkling. Organs are getting tired and breaking down. What have you done during your stay in this world throughout this journey? What have you gained? And what are you taking with you? Do not say that I read, learned and succeeded great things. You finished the high school and the university. You accomplished your master's degree and doctor's degree abroad. You did, but you forgot about one thing, yourself, who you are, where you came from and what you are heading. Why did you come to this world? You became intellectual of this world, but ignorant of yourself. You are not satisfied with the world, so you tried to learn about space and started to search for new worlds. Learning is a nice thing. Wouldn't it be better if you had learned about yourself and known yourself? Who are you? From where did you come to this world? What will you do in this world? Where will you go in the end? You have never thought of these, but you don't want to think of them either, because they upset and bother you. But this journey will be finalized. One day, the truth will tightly catch you, and you will regret it a lot. I was living in this world like everyone else until I woke up in a car accident and I saw the truths. I wanted to wake you up too. You will be wasted, it's a pity. You are going behind a fantasy. You are purchasing and saving a lot. What will you take with you? You don't know this. These truths that I am telling you about bother you. You don't want to believe it. You don't know the one who created you from himself, the one who put you into a body and descended you on earth. How may the one who does not know himself and who is not aware of being created, know the Creator. How may he accept? How may he believe? When someone tells you about these, you say, I don't know the Creator, I have my mind, I trust in my mind. So, you overcome everything with your mind, you accomplish with your mind, and you solve everything with your heart. Then, your God is your mind, you worship it. When you solve a couple of formulas and draw a few lines, you praise your mind to the skies and make it a god. You say, work, earn, eat, drink and get pleasure in this world. The rest does not matter. How did you understand the rest does not matter? 
Did someone come to you and explain to you? How do you know? Have you ever thought who will protect you if your mind, which you trust in so much and worship, breaks down one day? I heard of someone like that. He challenged the Creator with his mind. Finally, his mind failed, and he did unpleasant things and disturbed his circle. What kind of a God is this mind? Does a God fail? Would it leave someone unattended? What about the insane ones? What do they trust in? When one gets older and becomes senile, and when the memory of this little God weakens, it does not remember anything. There is someone who sets the winder of the electrons, worlds and galaxies. All of them are set systematically with the same hand of power, with the same method. They all move in an orbit. They do not stop, rest or run out of fuel. There is someone who secretly fuels them. You would say, let's consider that I woke up and saw the truth, accepted the Creator, but there are various religions and ideas. Which one should I believe in, which is true? You shall believe in the Creator, you shall beg Him and take refuge in Him. He won't misguide you. Would the one who warns you to put you on a wrong path? Read the book of the truth that warned you. Read. Read the book of the one who created you from a blood clot. Don't say, I have read a lot. What you have read so far would not be worth a fig. You'd better read the secret of a fig seed turning into an enormous tree. See what fits into a fig seed. Do not trust in your tiny mind and boast about a couple of schools you finished. Do not trust in your mind and idolize it. Understand that you are nothing and admit your incapability. Do not be wrapped in heights. Go down to your heart which is connected to your mind through the jugular vein. Find the one who is closer to you than your jugular vein in your heart. Reach the source of knowledge. Hear the truths with your inner ear. You say, like some do, I already accept the existence of a God, this much is enough. Don't you bother, brother. He would not exist with your acceptance. He already existed in the past eternity, and he will exist in post-eternity. He created you to be known. When you say, I accept him, you confirm your own existence. To believe is to accept the existence of which you have never seen or heard as if you have felt with all your senses. It is standing in his presence just like you stand before someone you see and know. Learn to say, O oh God, as if you see God, so that all your deeds become easier. May your eyes open to the truths and your ears hear the truths. Those who believe as if they heard in their hearts would hear and those who believe as if they saw would see. When your faith matures and ripens, you would be included in the rank of the lovers who are close to the truth. Your only concern would be burning with longing and to yearn for him. End of part, page 339